Hi guys, it's Ellis, and this is the Animal Excellency Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about grizzly bears. All right, let's get into it. All grizzly bears are brown bears, but not all brown bears are grizzly bears. Confusing? Let's get into it. The grizzly bear is a subspecies of the brown bear. A subspecies is a fairly permanent, geographically isolated race of a particular species. But the grizzly bear is not the only subspecies of brown bear. The grizzly bear is among many others, such as the Eurasian brown bear, the Syrian brown bear, and the Kodiak bear, the largest subspecies of them all. Grizzly bears get their name from their grizzled or gray coat. Their hair is lighter at the tips than at the base, giving these bears their name. Yet, not all of their coats are this color. Some could say brown bears have as many subspecies as they do coat colors. Their coats range from whitish blonde to almost black. When it is almost black, some people confuse them with American black bears. However, brown bears have a distinctive feature that sets them apart from all other bears. They have an enormous shoulder hump. This hump consists of muscles and has multiple purposes. These humps allow them to be efficient diggers, as well as inflict strong blows with their forepaws. Grizzly bears also have a fearsome reputation, and they are incredibly dangerous. They are 5 to 8 feet long and weigh between 132 and 727 pounds. So yeah, that's a pretty big bear. But surprisingly, a large part of their diet is made up of seeds, nuts, berries, grasses, roots, and moths. However, grizzly bears are omnivores, which means they feed on both plant and animal matter. Most of the meat they come they eat comes from carrion, otherwise known as decaying flesh of dead animals. Yes, I know, incredibly gross. You're right. However, grizzly bears will also hunt mammals, but not frequently. However, they do feed on quite a wide range of them, from animals as small as ground squirrels to animals as large as a moose. Grizzly bears prefer forests with areas of fields and meadows with access to rivers. And grizzly bears are not picky. They will shoot forests on flatland or high in the mountains throughout northwestern North America. All bears are naturally strong swimmers, but these bears are skilled at catching trout, bass, and salmon. So it's very important to coastal grizzly bears to get good fishing spots. Competition for these spots is fierce, and the best fishing spot can cause a fight. However, most of the time, a clear winner will be established, and the fight will stop before one of the bears gets seriously injured. Female grizzly bears usually bring their cubs to fishing spots, but it can be dangerous. Large male bears also want good fishing spots as well, and they will kill any females or cubs that may interfere with this process. Females will give birth to up to four cubs, usually while hibernating. When the cubs get a little older, they will be nursed inside her den. Cubs stay with the mother for two to four years, and the main threat to these youngsters is actually, surprisingly, adult male grizzlies who, when they come into contact with, are a serious threat. The reason that um, the youngsters will come into contact with these adult male grizzlies is because when the females or the mothers take the youngsters to good fishing spots, the adult male grizzlies will retaliate and sometimes kill those youngsters to get the good fishing spots. Bear cubs are adorable. 
But if you see one or come across one in the wild, never go towards it. It is likely a mother may be nearby, and just like us, grizzly bears are extremely protective of their young. Unlike us, however, they have long front claws and extremely sharp teeth. Do not, I repeat, do not approach a wild grizzly bear at all costs, and never, ever, ever get between a mother bear and her cub. And that goes for all bears, not just grizzlies. All right, let's talk about the grizzly bear's status in our world. They're classified as least concern, meaning their population is stable, but they weren't always this way. They were once common throughout the Western United States, but now they only occur in small numbers in Idaho, Montana, Washington State, and Wyoming. They have larger populations in Alaska and Canada, though. So they are repopulating, but they're still not as high as they once were before settlers came and saw them as a threat and um, eradicated some of them. All right, that's it for today. I hope you learned a lot. Be sure to comment, rate, and subscribe. Come back next time to learn about the animals in Cape Cod's forests, coasts, and marshes. That's right. I'm doing an episode on a specific area this time. Not a specific species, but a specific area. So it should be fun. This is Ellis, and this is the Animal Excellency Podcast. I'll see you next time. <laughs>